attitude is everything, so pick a good one. That's what the sign on my bedroom door said growing up. If I'm being 100% honest, on the other side it said, if at first you don't succeed, deny you were trying at all. But we're not going to focus on that side today. We're going to focus on our attitudes being good ones. And one of the best ways to have the best attitude is to practice gratitude. Gratitude is something we should be feeling in our everyday life, but oftentimes it takes an external reminder for us to think about what we are grateful for. And during this time of year, we get that lucky reminder in the form of Thanksgiving. Now for the purposes of this episode, just like we're not going to focus on the other side of the sign on my door, we're also not going to focus on the atrocities that took place in the United States and how Thanksgiving originated. If you're sitting there thinking, fuck Christopher Columbus, worry not, we're right there with you. But for today, we're just going to talk about what the holiday has become, which for many of us is a day to spend with our loved ones and give thanks. And more specifically on this episode, we're going to share with you what we, the World Girls, are thankful for. In case you're new to us, I'm Roxy, and this is person number one that I'm thankful for, Steph Sabra. Oh, shucks. I feel the same way, sweetheart. <laughs> Aw, person number two that I'm thankful for, Darina. Always number two, and I'm okay with that. And literally, as I was doing this, I was like, make sure you say number because it's in no particular order. It's not person one that I'm thankful for at first place. I'm thankful equally to both of you. Couldn't be here without either of you. Fine. You're person A and B. Person thing one and thing two thing how do you say it thing one and thing two that's right all right thing one and thing two i'm grateful for and hopefully this episode helps spark things in your life that you're thankful for at home and allows you to close out the year with as much gratitude as possible so in order to do that we've broken our thanks into categories and up first is career doreen i feel like you have the uh the most perspective on career at this point. So talk to me about career and what you're thankful for in 2022 career-wise. Well, see, because career is a strange word that us kids were raised with to think that we have to accomplish a certain specific job that you have to do for the rest of your life. And boy, do the three of us not do that. The three of us here, I think the only one that really always knew what she wanted to do is Roxy, is to you know move to LA and act. For me... I just knew I always wanted to work in the arts. And it's a very strange transition moving to Los Angeles to work in the music industry, move up to tech industry. And now having my own company with you guys is a huge blessing. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast, um, because I know we are all very grateful for the World Girls and the World Friends. But personally for me, it's not just the fact that I literally own a company that I'm proud of, but it's the fact that I'm still actually working on my passion, which is the arts, especially with music. So I'm very grateful this year that even though I left the music industry a long time ago, for several reasons that we'll talk on a podcast dedicated to just the music industry, I'm still making music, right? And this year I literally got paid to create the score to a short film. I'm getting paid to do really fun DJ gigs. And I just, I know it's something that I want to do for the rest of my life till I die. I never want to uh, not be doing music in any capacity. I always want to be 
able to create music. I did not get paid for this. However, I also did the music for Bitch Out of Water podcast. And that was so cool to be able to contribute in that way to the World Girls. And it's just something that I'm so happy that I'm still being able to do and in some cases also getting paid for. So uh, I'm really fucking happy about that. I never wanted to go away. And I hope that I can literally uh, DJ while I'm, you know, dying on my deathbed. We paid you in gratitude for the bitch out of water intro. Right, Steph? Yeah, once again, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) So, so completely grateful. Steph, what about you career-wise? How did this year look for you and what was the thing that you were most thankful for? Well, it's hard not to say the world, girls, because that's what it is career-wise. I think that it's a gift and a privilege to be able to feel freedom in the work you do. And hopefully if it's laced in passion, then you're extremely lucky so that's just how I feel Uh, I also feel like this has been a year where I turned 29 and still fine but it made me question like a lot of the route that I'm on but I kind of was able to find this gratitude in releasing my grip on the need to know what's next and I just was like thankful for that mindset shift in the sense that I trust the process I'm working hard every day and I think I can get better in certain things, but I have a big dream and I don't know exactly, I don't need to know exactly how I'm going to get there and that's okay. So I've like grateful in my mindset shift career-wise, if that makes sense. Was that a mindset shift for more than just your career or specifically for your career? A lot in my career because it's so intertwined with finances directly and those are just working things that I think are huge pillars in everybody's life of areas of stress and also need to know. And it's like, are you going to be consumed by your stress and trying to find answers that actually don't need answers to right now? And the answer is no. And I think that's cool. It's really cool when you have clarity of thought. It doesn't happen all. I, at least from my own experience, it's hard to get clarity of thought sometimes and know what you, I think if you ask the universe or whoever you want to talk to about like, how do I, what's the step? And then you can kind of get this answer. I don't know. I just feel grateful for that because I was really stressed this year. And then I hit a point where I was like, no mas, this is stupid. Yeah. You saw Marcel the shell and now you hear Marcel all the time being like, maybe if you just relax a little bit, Steph. That was the first Marcel the shell reference on the show today and certainly will not be the last Marcel the shell reference today. This is an episode about what we're grateful for. And that talk about number one on my list, numero uno. Uh, for me, career-wise, I, of course, like you guys both said, we're going to talk about the World Girls later on. We're, we'll actually close out our thanks on the World Girls. But other than that, this is the year that Always Lola came out, which if you guys don't know, is a feature, a, a little baby indie feature that I was uh, one of the stars of. And it was the first time I've ever able to say that I was one of the stars of a movie. And it did very well in terms of like what the movie was. We ran the festival circuit. I actually got to go back to Boston and have it play for my friends and my family. We won a bunch of different awards for best director, for best feature, and also for best ensemble, which was really cool. We played in Ohio. We played in Vegas. We did multiple times in Los Angeles. We were in Indiana. We were in Massachusetts. And that was just phenomenal for me. 
it just like there's no other way that I can really say that that was just one of the coolest things ever for me, especially after 31 years of knowing exactly what I want to do and now being like, oh, if you want to see me, here are the places you can show up. Now, I hope that goal continues into 2023 because I think this movie will be more widely available for people. But that was my my favorite thing career-wise. This lady got her first and certainly not last actor award too, didn't you? <laughs> How crazy. It's on my IMDb. It says awards won. That's like, whoa. Hell yeah. Let's go. I have an award for acting. <laughs> Come on, resume. Build it, baby. She's not the same Roxy she was last year. Yeah. Harder, better, blonder Roxy. <laughs> uh, another thing that I think all of us feel the most grateful for, if, if there's anything above career for me, it's this. And I know it, it takes the number one place for you guys too, or is right up there, is people. We've got friends. We've got family. We've got all different people that make us being alive possible. D... Who are the people or what is the what is the thing that you're thankful for in the people category this year? Definitely several people. I'm known for being popular and having a lot of friends that I have not connected as much as I'd like to during the pandemic lockdown situation. And also being 40, you become a little bit tired, a little bit more introverted, a little bit, you know, less social. So I am extremely thankful for the friends that I've had, you know, my entire life, my entire adult life that are still here and just being able to reconnect with those people this year after all the crazy world stuff we've, we've gone through has been really nice. And I know even though, you know, I'm not as close to a lot of those people, anytime I see them, I feel like it, it, no time has passed. And I've just, I'm so fortunate for that because having issues with family it's really nice to find non-blood family basically like when you find family outside of family like those are really your friends it's the family that you choose to have so extremely grateful for all those friends and i include these two beautiful ladies in that because it's wild that you know roxy and i met at an old job and now because of her i know steph and you two have literally become my best friends like it's, I never knew that not only would be, look at how happy they look. If you guys could see it. <laughs> Do you call it happy when you're crying? Because <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> go! <laughs> but it's true, man. It's fucking true. It happened. I thought I was done having friends. I was like, I have enough friends. And these two ladies just happen to not only be great business partners, but goddamn, like, I feel like I can tell you guys anything. I feel like you love me for who I am. Like, that's that's incredible to find, especially at my age when you think you're done. So extremely grateful for y'all. We wormed our way in so hard. I mean, it was like to be loved by Darina is the best feeling of all time. I didn't know how Steph and I were going to finagle it. But we did somehow we've we've dipped, dodged, ducked, dived, dodged enough. Like there is no feeling like being able to be Darina's person. It's the best on the planet. I don't know how to describe it. Well, you guys are. Sucks for you guys at home that you don't have. Sorry, can't really. <laughs> well, you guys are definitely have definitely become part of the people that I call my people. So extremely grateful for y'all. Extremely grateful for my family always, no matter how little and how few 
of those people I talk to. You guys know that I've had a tough time connecting with certain very close members of my family this year. And I feel like towards the end of the year, it's gotten a little better. And I'm very grateful for that. And I'm hopeful that it continues on to the next year. And I'm hopeful that I'm healing and reconnecting those relationships as we get older and age. And it's like another stage of life where your parents, hey, you're no longer, I'm no longer your kid. I'm your adult kid now. So let's treat each other that way. And I'm very hopeful that that continues my relationship with my mom, relationship with my brother. Like I'm just feeling very uh, optimistic about it and, and hopeful that it continues. I'm very grateful that I've gotten the chance to do that recently. And last but not least, <laughs> my two men. Dude, like I, I love you guys. I love my friends, but these men, <laughs> Frank and Brennan, man, like I feel like so lucky. I feel like no matter how shitty I'm fucking doing, these men are just there to support me and to love me and deal with my bullshit like I deal with theirs. And there's no way I could continue doing anything without them. Like I feel like they're, I, I feel so grateful and lucky and so in love. And I literally, I don't even see my life continuing without either of them i'm just extremely grateful that i'm at the place where i'm like who thought i'd be in love with two fucking wonderful men and two of the healthiest relationships that i have in my life if not the healthiest considering you know a lot of people out there you know aren't as lucky and go through breakups and and go through unhealthy relationships i'm just like i there's nothing i'm the i'm more thankful than for that that and i just hope again I die with them on my deathbed because I I don't I can't imagine my life without them. It's just the most precious, incredible, yeah. Well, it's like truly they. It's like she said, the healthiest relationships in my life. But like as pillars of what healthy relationships are, they are two in my life too. <laughs> <laughs> because they're grounded in respect in a way that you and I really care about. Yeah, and honesty and realness. Yeah. It's just hard to come by these days, as y'all know. No, Steph and I have no idea what you're talking about. I've literally never been treated bad by a man, so. The, me too. Um, Steph, how are the men in your life? No, how are the people in your life? My people are so fucking lit. Honestly, I'm on that gratitude of my mindset shifting this year and being like a full adult where my frontal lobe is tapped in and I feel like my auras also are tapped in and I'm able to question paradigms and people and how I want to place definitions on things. So this, in terms of family, this is me being like, these are the qualities I really respect, obviously for the people that you consider family, which are also not blood and blood uh, in my, and I think in all of our opinions, like what, you know, they are offered more grace, but you get to decide who are like your top two. Like to me, it's like I've made this pyramid of familia and like there's a like 10 people at the top of the list that I would just jump in front of a bullet for and I feel like my love for them has gotten a lot deeper this year which is cool to feel myself as a human I've always been able to express myself and feel deep like emotions and love deeply but I feel like this year to the people that I'm choosing I'm feeling it on a different level and I that's probably in part to the pandemic but it's really cool to be like, no, I have these people and I know they feel the same way about me. And that's 
so fucking cool. Like in a world where we're so lonely right now and we're all just looking for things, I just feel so fucking grateful for what I have. Why this year do you feel like you were able to love them deeper? Maybe this is so corny, but maybe it's just like being able to understand and love myself as an imperfect human more and so I can look at the humans in my life and see them and see their because I get annoyed if people I've talked about that on the show it's one of the things like I I am very patient but internally there's things that definitely irk me and I feel like I with the people that I'm choosing to be my family family it's like that's cute like it's just you being you I just see your your differences in a way that makes me it, like more fun to me I guess like it just like it's cool to like allow human error for, uh, and give people grace and understand that that's just who they are and I I'm choosing them in my life and they're choosing me for my shit too totally yeah the the self-love part is real on that like in order to accept other people's flaws you have to know that you have them and that you want other people to accept them and therefore if in order to reciprocate that, you need to do that. You're going to catch me 30 minutes late and I, I you love me still. That's cool. <laughs> well, and it's, and it's funny because I always feel in the middle of Steph and Roxy when it comes to like Roxy's very extroverted. Steph is very introverted. And so I, I always feel like I'm in the middle, but I'm totally with you, Steph, that it's so easy to be annoyed with people because we're all different and you can't control other people, right? We're all going to say stupid shit sometimes. And so with that comes acceptance, which comes with love, right? It's like, if you can, you accept me for my bullshit, I accept you for your bullshit because it's worth it because you're worth it. Yeah, because you're worth it. L'Oreal, baby. <laughs> Immediately, I was like, oh, it's the commercial. L'Oreal, all right. Uh, so uh, for me... People, people was like the only reason I'm here this year. For those of you who don't know, you're going to stay not knowing for now, but I had what was absolutely the hardest year of my life this year. Uh, this was like the most trying. I never thought I was going to have a year like this in my life and just genuinely didn't, I just didn't see me making it to the end of the year for such a big chunk of the year. Um, for a plethora of different reasons, that's not me as a cry for help, but I was genuinely scared of my own personal safety for so long that I just really didn't think I was going to make it here at the end of the year. And there was this one night that both Darina and Steph slept over and like barricaded their bodies at my door. Um, and that's what people is like when you pick your people and you pick your right people that just are like, actually, we're not going to leave your home. Um you're we're gonna stay here with you and you're gonna be okay that was like I mean it just it was already solidified that these were my people but I I gave myself a big pat on the back for that one because I was like I found these bitches <laughs> <laughs> and then I convinced them to love me um and same thing with my family because of everything with me this year um I have put my family through fucking hell this year because they have had to be on the phone with me to like four in the morning, multiple days in a row and get phone calls and text messages from me that included things like, you need to check on me every 30 seconds for the next hour because I'm not in a safe spot right now. Um, and they did. And my that's my dad, my sister and my brother. And like as much as 
there is a gaping hole that is my mom. I'm just like, I don't know that I would have my dad, my brother, and my sister in that capacity if it wasn't for us being this close because everything we've gone through. So really, this was probably the the best familial year I've had in in 11 years since my mom's been gone. This was like the most I felt like they just genuinely, whatever I need, they're just going to fucking do it. Uh, and then I got to have another year with my grandparents, with both my grandma, who I've gotten closer to, and my Grammy and my papo, who are 95 and 97 years old. I was with them today and I was with them yesterday and I was with them four days ago and I see them like four times a week and they are on this fucking planet, which is just truly insane. And we get to go to dinners and get our nails done and read books. And by that, I mean, they'll sit and read and I watch them and play on TikTok. Uh, (laughs) And that's like truly unfathomable. I'm unfathomably lucky. I mean, I don't know many people my age, um, our age, that have three living grandparents. Uh, That's just like, just insane, crazy town. So interestingly, with the when I think about your grandparents and how old they are and the generations that they've lived through, and then how my sister brought my nephew toe into the world, both of those things are so life affirming to me. You know, like it's just such a interesting and deep and human experience to watch the new come in and watch the old age into this world and then I I guess that's like to me like you're reminding me even more of like why I'm like loving harder this year it's like when you see the things that make life so special and you understand them and I feel like now I'm just understanding them a little bit deeper it just it hits harder homie (laughs) it's harder definitely definitely and like the knowledge that you don't need everybody in your life to be good at everything but your core people that show up for you like that is all you need and then you can have friends that are good to get coffee with and friends that are fun to go out with and friends that are good to go on a walk whatever but like you just need your core and when you have a solid core nothing can really penetrate completely and that's the to to what Steph's saying about the old and the new age seeing these kind of big life events with the people that you love like um my niece just went off to college right it's like it just shows you how fucking fast time goes man and it's like everybody as much as we get annoyed at people people is what makes life like that's the human connection is the only thing that really saves us other than art from like all the bullshit like Roxy's talking about her hard year this year like if you didn't have your people you probably wouldn't be here right we need our people yeah no way and what's important for everybody to remember at home because I I've heard people talk about this before um, that they feel like they don't have their people and the key part to having people is being somebody else's person and you're not doing it so that you have that in return but just remember that that in order to get people to show up for you, you have to be somebody who shows up for people. And that's a good place to start. So if you're thinking this year and you're and what D Steph and I are talking about doesn't ring true to you, then I think that really next year you can focus on starting to show up as often or or more often and uh, then see how that comes back in return to you. So that's our people, which is is category. Some might say number one. Number two. <laughs> oh, 
I should have done something with that. The next thing that we wanted to talk about is a little bit lighter, and boy, do we need it. This is our pleasures in life. Uh, And yeah, sometimes you just need a little fucking fun. And this comes in all different forms. So, Steph, for you, what gets you hot and bothered? (laughs) What are some of your pleasures of 2022? Okay, a big pleasure, and I think this is in the right category, is funny people just engaging with the funny in life because I don't know if y'all have looked outside or on Elon Muskrat's Twitter, but it's fucking nuts. And I would die personally if I wasn't able to laugh at this shit. And the people who are just making jokes that are not harming other people and just finding the funny in the bullshit, I commend you. Uh, the first a person who comes to mind who just is like the range of this man's funny and what he's doing this year Seth Rogen not only is he making jokes and good entertainment he's also making a plethora of cannabis materials and I'm just like good on you brother like that's some good shit that I just really appreciate comedians and people just doing the lord's work out there and making us laugh because i feel like it's the most priceless medicine dude speaking of medicine that house plant is good seth rogan and his partner make good weed thank you for that blessed plant we appreciate you so d that might be one of your pleasures what else you got mama well you were talking about fucking and (laughs) i am extremely grateful for the sex because good sex number one is not easy to come by uh, let alone when you are very well connected uh, with person or possibly two in my case and I dude it's the best de-stressor it is the most I've said it multiple times on all the world growth shows and podcasts it is one of the most beautiful transcendental experiences humans can have I am so grateful anytime I have it hey like you're you you know if you're fighting with your partner why don't we have a little bit of makeup sex maybe we'll be less mad if we orgasm really really great and helpful and practical thing to do it's truly one of the most blessed things that we can do and have access to and that is free unless you pay for it which no judgment blessed be thy fruit may the lord open my legs to a nice set of junk (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that really got trashy (laughs) She just kept going. <laughs> she said trashy. <laughs> yeah, I went trashy really fast. I just want to go to the junkyard and get fucked. <laughs> I wish this for y'all, these two ladies and everybody listening, because it's literally one of the most beautiful, most amazing things to be grateful for. And on top of that, since Steph brought up, you know, Elon Muskrat, just watching uh, the slow death of the oligarchy is beautiful and I'm very grateful to see that people finally have access to see that these con men that are extremely wealthy and hoarding all this wealth are actually not smart, they're incompetent and they're destroying other people's lives with the fact that they have too much power and seeing that everywhere from Facebook, Amazon, Elon Musk company now all losing money, good. And the people that have uh, are actually part of the working class that work for those companies, may we all have, may you all have better jobs than that than working for these assholes. So watching all the blinders come off and from society and being like, no, these people are incompetent and they do not deserve to not pay taxes. So good. 
Sex is great, but have you ever tried Duvaline? So good point. <laughs> because that's what I had this year. <laughs> there are 365 days in a year, and I think I had Duvaline 362 of them. I mean, I, and, and I had sex three of the days. So Duvaline was a much bigger part of my year than sex was. Uh, and that was not for lack of trying on my end. But Duvaline has always been a support for me since Dee introduced it to my life. <laughs> and I'm super grateful. As well as the Trader Joe's chocolate peanut butters. Yo, those things slap in a way that is like, yeah, those bitches are on off the ch- fucking chain. Let's go. Also, 2022, despite uh, Steph's encouragement otherwise, is the year I have officially said yes to meat and no to vegans. There will be no vegans entering my junkyard. We have decided, Roxy's officially decided, and yes, I am Roxy, that I prioritize meat above all other foods. I had some really great meat this year. I've been making some really excellent recipes. These are all the pleasures. Uh, And then a joint pleasure of all of ours, of course, being our favorite taco spot because there is nothing better than a Dorena-introduced taco spot. That's how you know it's good. And just when I think about the meat from there, baby. (laughs) Truly, almost or maybe just as good at sex sometimes, depending. That's how good this taco place is. Yeah. Well, I don't remember sex. <laughs> it definitely releases oxytocin throughout my entire body. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And when I don't have it, it's a bummer. That's true. I've seen it. Have you seen Steph eat? eat she orders her three different tacos and just you don't even she turns into Mowgli like she turns into an animal you don't even like see Steph anymore she's transformed herself into this like I'm just putting the meat in my I want to like drink the meat it's pretty incredible no truly okay so you got y'all might not know this um if you don't know me a lot or have followed my journey but I have uh I was pescatarian for years and basically like 80% of my meals are vegetarian and D was like, all right, but like she was gassing up this taco place. And I was like, okay, I'll have like le- the legit meat tacos because I don't want, if you're suggesting to, I've always been in moderation about my eating thing. Like someone's like, this is the best lamb you'll ever have. I'm not going to miss out on it just because like most of my diet is pescatarian. This bitch introduces me to Mexicali tacos in which I got every meat she suggested. And since then, I, I can't and with good health tell you guys with good faith, whatever the fucking line is, without feeling like a liar that I'm a pescatarian because I, I get tacos now like once a week. I want you to answer this honestly, even if it hurts my feelings, but I really want an honest answer from you, Steph. You credit D with making you less of a pescatarian more than me. It's actually 50-50. <laughs> Honestly, Mexicali gets a lot of it, but no, you're definitely like like the Dare team would say stay away from Roxy if they were about meat for sure cuz you're you're a gateway drug. 100%. I just needed that to be acknowledged out loud. <laughs> say it out loud. Yeah, say it out loud. Roxy just wants to make sure Steph that she's actually your uh, meat influencer. Even though I introduced you guys to Mexicali, we know that's a big part, but you know how how hard Roxy actually amps the meat. Yeah, fights for it. She fights for it. It's because no girlfriend of mine won't be able to fuck. We know Steph can fuck, so she's got to eat meat. 
It's just like how it works. Yeah, I don't want to confuse people because it's already like a big burden to like that I could change your whole life. But then if you were a vegan, my paradigm falls. You just don't know. You start to question shit. Start to question everything. That's the truth. Uh, Speaking of the truth, health is the most important thing on the planet. If you don't have it, you have fucking nothing. I think that all across the board, of course, all of us are grateful to be relatively healthy, to be alive and uh, to not have crazy illnesses that can really fuck up your whole life. But we did have some weird health things happen to each of us this year. D, what is the thing you're most grateful for in the health department? Just that I feel parts of my body again, even though I was told that I might have nerve damage. <laughs> That's a pretty big one. Y'all know when we uh, talked, I forget what podcast episode it was, but I talked to y'all about my injury from last year and being injured and numb where you don't feel a lot of your body muscles is really scary. And I worked so hard this year in all of the things, physical therapy, strength training. Uh, I joined Steph's hot yoga cult. I've tried everything and anything that's both Western medicine and Eastern just to be able to like not age so fast with this injury. And this is the first few couple months that I'm feeling like, oh, I'm healing, which is like nice to think at this age, as I'm aging, I can still heal. So I'm extremely grateful for that. Probably the most grateful out of anything, because if you don't, if your body's not cool, you're not cool, right? It's so hard to have health issues. And it's like, we're so dependent on our bodies, yet we take them for granted. So very grateful to like see my body getting a little bit better as I age and knowing that, all right, I injured myself and I'm still not 100% there, but way better than like last year when I felt like I was walking like freaking Gumby. I can't just not picture you green, (laughs) lanky now. Steph, what about you? I am so grateful that I have yoga. I feel like a lot of people connect to yoga. I know all three of us do in different ways. I feel like... In the same but different way that some people are meant to play music, I feel like some people are meant to practice yoga. Something about it like taps into my ancestry and the way I want to view life and myself. And it feels really good to have a practice that I do solely for me, not for any monetary purpose, not for any credit, not for anybody's opinion, but like just for me. I know it makes me feel good. I know that it's good for me. I know that it keeps me disciplined, which I do struggle with in some senses. So it's dope to just have something that I've committed to fully and and makes me feel really good. And I just wish that for everyone. Like it doesn't have to be yoga, but finding some physical activity that makes you feel good and that you can commit to, not for any other reason, just for you. I it's just so, it's so, something to be so grateful for. You definitely are in when we're talking about health, the yoga for you definitely is encompassing like mind, body, soul, I feel. Fully. Yeah, it's like my therapy, my tr- I like I meditate there, I pray there. I um I like it's definitely that mind body connection that I don't get from anything else. For for me, there's so many different areas of health, but num- in terms of what you were just talking about stuff with yoga I feel very grateful that I bought this $200 stationary bike at the beginning of pandemic this thing has been like the greatest gift that kept on giving because when I can't sleep when I'm fucked up in the brain when I'm like I need endorphins where are they please help I have a bike in my room 
So even at my most depressed, I can crawl from my bed, lift myself onto my bike and just move my feet. And I can't believe how beneficial this bike is. I swear to God, QVC should cut me a $10,000 minimum check with how many people I've gotten to buy this bike. It is just the greatest. I really, really love it. It's so good. Uh, And then in terms of other things I'm grateful for, you guys know I have a a gnarly autoimmune disease. I got COVID twice this past year. I am like just had rashes all over my body, had a fainting fit for a long time, and I've had some just really strange health issues. And I have a doctor who really gets me and is very responsive and helpful and likes me to try all different things. And I'm really grateful that I found him. Uh, Dr. Grant is like, been with me for 11 years. He's my grandparents' doctor also. He was the one who, when I had COVID, like every time I call him, he's like, what do we need to do? Is it a prescription? Is it something that we can do outside of that? Um, He's just so great. And that's a weird thing to be so thankful for. But when you have weird health stuff, somebody who actually listens to you and takes your calls and is like, oh, this might be, you're peeing brown. That might be because of this, as opposed to like, it's fine. Just let it clear up. So I'm super thankful for finding the right doctor and hope that upon all of you guys. Not that he takes my insurance because he does not, which is a bummer. That's a good one, Mika, because especially after seeing so many doctors this year, it is actually like I'm very grateful for people that study medicine and science and technology, but it's still hard to find somebody that like you actually like you feel like cares and about you getting well in this world. So (laughs) good for you. Hell yeah, Dr. Grant. Yeah. And like we'll stick with you. Yeah, I appreciate him. Also appreciate television and movies and music and all of the things that are art and media. Uh, We are all in the entertainment space. We all grew up having entertainment mean completely different things to us, but all very powerful things, whether it brought family together, whether it's how we learned English, whether it's uh, just a thing that you did to escape from anything. So I think art and media is a big category for us always. Steph, I'm coming to you first on this one. What art and media things are you thankful for in 2022? Art and media that I'm thankful for. Okay. So, okay. Weird thing, y'all. I bought a TV and it's a Samsung TV and it has, I don't have cable, but I have access to a lot of TV shows that are not through streaming services. One of these bad boys is the Bob Ross channel. And 24-7, these bitches play Bob Ross episodes, Painting with Bob Ross. And I watched some growing up, but I wasn't listening, Linda, to the messages. And this, I'm like so, I know this sounds like a joke, but dead ass, this guy has given me so much positive vibes and outlooks on life. And tips for painting, which is actually one of the things I'm so grateful for that I started in the pandemic and just it's been such a a fantastic outlet for me. But like all of those things he's giving me and I'm like, it sucks because now it's like sometimes I'm not watching shows I should be watching for work because I want to just I'm I'm not finished. I have five minutes left of this painting of a mountain horizon and I'm not going to finish it because you just got to slap the devil out of it or whatever. I, 
pretty little happy little trees like all these little things i'm like go off bob ross you're a fucking legend your expressions are so off just your expressions this episode are no are perfect (laughs) off they're brilliant (laughs) write them down in a book and sell it babe you got it but no stuff you know what bob ross would say even if you didn't finish the painting he'd be like and that's fine we can just finish it some other time and that's how we look at life those happy little trees can be here or not exactly the dude he was one of my favorite babysitters growing up Bob Ross and Mr. Rogers man I'm so glad you brought him up what were some of your favorite things this year D well here's the thing Roxy is that there's no such thing as elevated horror but boy did horror elevate this year in the sense that people finally freaking understand that horror movies are great I'm so happy Excellent horror movies all around for everybody, for horror fans, for non-horror fans. We got The Barbarian, The Black Phone. We got amazing shows like Yellow Jackets. Like, God, man, it hasn't been great to be a horror fan in this day and age. We got so much cool stuff and still stuff that I haven't even seen because there's so much horror content that's great out there. So I'm super thankful for that. Additionally, I, I'm sure this will make Steph very happy is that I'm a Star Wars fan again, thanks to Andor, and I am very shocked about it and very happy. Yes, the Rebel Alliance is growing. We're so happy. It, it honestly brings, every time I close my eyes and think about it, I smile. <laughs> How often are you closing your eyes and thinking about it? I'd like not to disclose. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, another thing that when you close your eyes, you think about it makes you smile. I know you're with me on this one, Steph. Marcel Shell, bro. Marcel Shell. Uh, okay, this movie came this year. All three of us love this movie. It slaps. A24 always slaps. But this is a movie that sh- shocked me, took me by surprise. And genuinely, it's on my list of things I'm thankful for because Doreen and Steph both know this. Prior to this movie, I was in a very tough spot with my grandma, with my grandparent situation because I was just really struggling with some of our relationship things in terms of like how my greater family looked at different stuff whatever after this movie I was like I gotta go see Grams we gotta get over there like and I swear to you it changed my perspective on what was going on and how I interacted with my grandparents this year like I'm so thankful to this movie it also just brought me so much happy tears and like made me feel and again being the most challenging year of my life anything that could give me a whole day of like wow art is beautiful and distract me from life but by like reassuring me that life is good oh gosh this is i love that movie so much uh and also it was one of the best years for television ever i mean the, in the last couple of years we've got great tv but I'm really grateful for television. I watch 40 hours of it a week, so I, I better be grateful for it. That shit keeps me consumed, obey. Yeah, it's the, the 40 hours that Roxy watches television is the other 40 hours that the rest of us are sleeping because she doesn't <laughs> yeah. sleep. So that's how she watches so much TV. But it's true, Roxy. It, it And they do say in dark times, in times of trouble, the really good art comes out. And boy, how we've had amazing art the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, so good. And the the last thing we all wanted to talk about, the World Girls, one of our favorite things to talk about. We couldn't put it in career. We didn't put it in art. We didn't put it in pleasures or people and health. It kind of is all of those things. But the World Girls, which also encompasses 
the world friends, Darina, I'm coming to you. What about the world girls and world friends are you most thankful for this past year? I mean, first of all, I want to talk about just the fact that we in March will be three years of the world girls. And it's crazy to think that we're still here. Thanks to you guys listening and watching if you're a patron. It's also crazy for me to be in this position where I did not want to ever be, you know, a personality right on camera. And I'm so happy with what we've done and how we've built this business and how we all have kind of contributed to doing different things that matter to us and that we're passionate about because I love that we are we can do funny things we can do serious things we have this podcast where we get deep and philosophical we have you know our YouTube where we get silly and we give things a whirl like we just have conquered so many different aspects in under three years and I'm so proud of what we've done and I am extremely thankful for literally the best people I've ever worked with. I worked in so many different industries and companies, both big corporations and small. Steph and Roxy are the most hardworking, competent team I've ever been a part of. And so I'm very grateful to you guys that we're still here together and that we both trust each other and love each other enough to continue this company and to continue growing it. And we wouldn't fucking be here if it wasn't for you guys out there. And I am so proud of this community we built. It is an incredible group of people from the people that, from our friends that listen to this podcast, all the way to our patrons that are watching us live right now that watch all the stupid things we do on YouTube and on social media. Like you guys are not only the sweetest groups of people I've ever seen on the internet because the internet is full of freaking trolls that are bringing other people down and being negative. You guys uplift this community so much. Like this community is about tolerance and kindness and you guys are helping us grow that. And we have been growing things to you guys. So we would not be here without the world friends. I'm so fucking grateful for you guys. Beautifully said, Steph. I'm going to make you try to follow that. I just want to reiterate that. Like there's nothing else I can say. I completely agree. Ditto. 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 Um, did you have anything to follow up Darina's impassioned <laughs> speech? I think that the cool thing is that all three of us make the daily choice to be here. And that's something that I love. And every one of the world friends makes the daily choice to be here. Like, that's how it works. We're all showing up because we want to. This is where we want to be. This is what we want to be doing. And that's not always how jobs work. And that's that's very cool. That's not how communities always even work. And the world friends are here because they want to be here. And they want to be here, hopefully, because of the environment that we've cultivated and created, which is something that I'm really, really thankful for because... I need to be a, I need this place. I need to be a world friend. I am a world friend, you know, as much as I am a world girl. And that's really cool. And I, I can't believe even this year we go to Comic-Con, right? Like we're being recognized for something we, we created. We made this shit up because we needed it. There was a hole and this isn't what we were doing in any of our other places. And now that's how we're, that's, the community that's coming to us are the people who want to be here for what we've made, which is just like, yeah. Um, so Darina said it better. I should have had her close out, but I, I said something. I I have one thing though, else like it's kind of connects to a further thing. But so one thing we talk about things that have a lot of stigma to them sometimes in the hopes that we can make people feel and connect 
and taller, more tolerant of each other. And when I see the death of Masa Amini and the the regime that's going on in Iran and how, you know, there's over 300 people who have been murdered in these protests for women to have the rights. Like we're taught, we get to talk about what we want to talk about while there's still stigma and we're trying to break down those barriers. Like these people are like actually fucking changing the course of human history by way of sacrificing their life. And this will change the way the world looks at women and it just it makes me feel grateful for where we are but even more so grateful for women who have to fight for shit that we can't even fucking grasp in this country yes Steph completely I'm glad you added that because and that's why it's so important when you can speak out to do it because not everybody is free to do so and those people that do so are extremely brave so we should be grateful to all of the protesters everywhere including the ones that are taking down uh, Elon Musk's uh, Twitter. It's pretty funny. This is why I keep you guys around, my my smarter halves. Really good job. Uh, I really love hearing what you guys are thankful for. And for the those of you guys at home, I hope that you are considering the things that you are grateful for. We did have a question from one of you at home, from one of our patrons, from Mike Joyce, who said, the Christmas season seems to start the day after Halloween and Thanksgiving always seems to be overlooked. Can anything be done to make America care more about Thanksgiving? I feel like I'm taking this question more in general as like, how do we get people to be more grateful for even the whole month of November as opposed to just on Thanksgiving Day? Uh, and I I don't know. I, I think art would be one of the ways but you know there's so much christmas art in terms of music and movies and tv maybe if there was more art and more societal resources about being thankful and we we saw more characters or music to speak about it maybe that would help d and steph any ideas yeah i mean look obviously this is the time of consuming Right. And so you can't sell that much during Thanksgiving. <laughs> the, the, all the corporations, I'm like, Chris, Halloween's over. All right. Let's get Target full of all of the Santa and baby Jesus stuff, because that's what sells. It's all money, Mike. Thanks for your question. But that's what it comes down to, which is very annoying because I don't want to listen to Taylor Swift's cover of Last Christmas by Wham for two months straight. Like we, we got to give it a little bit of time, you guys. Is that a real thing? Yeah, it's awful. Oh, gosh. Bummer. Folklore or bust. Roxy, (laughs) god damn it. You don't need to keep putting your ass on the line. Like, I'm thankful for folklore. (laughs) You keep providing this information. Like, no one's like, Roxy, gun to your head. Did you listen to folklore? You're like just openly giving it out. It wasn't even this year. (laughs) She just wants to straight up be like, look, I don't love Taylor Swift. However, folklore (laughs) changed my life somehow. I'm starting to think it's not really her. Anyway. No, I was going to say, lastly, try to normalize. This sounds like a douchey statement, but try to normalize the attitude of gratitude without being a fucking toxic, positive dick face. Like if you can just like set the tone, you know, there's things that you can be like, you're sitting at the dinner with your friends. You had something bomb. That was so fucking great. I'm so glad we got to eat this together. Like, just shit like that, it like, creates a ripple effect. And I, like, feel like we do it to each other where we're like, no, 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 I thought that was fucking awesome. Like, and it just makes shit better. Yeah, totally, Steph. 
and sending text messages or something after if you do something you love send like that was so much fun love hanging out with you or like always the best time whatever I I love that stuff I think because creating art and all those things that the masses can see that might be too overwhelming to some people but what can you do in your own life you you practice what you preach just start by practicing thanks and then other people will follow suit thank you for the question Mike and thank you genuinely from the bottom of our hearts to every single person who's taken their time to listen to bitch out of water this year it is a new podcast that we started and every time we end this episode we end with thank you but I feel like you guys don't know at home how thankful we really are to you you're the only reason we're able to do this we're the only reason that we're able to continue with the world girls Uh, And so we are just so, so incredibly grateful to the world friends and to those of you guys who have been listening to this. If you want to get all things world girls, go to patreon.com slash the world girls. And that way you can watch our podcast tapings live. You can ask questions. You can see our beautiful faces and get a bunch of different cool benefits and also be a part of this amazing community that we are so thankful for. You can also email us. We love getting emails from you. Contact at theworldgirls.com. Let us know what it is that you are thankful for this year. And if we're one of those things, then we are truly honored to be on that list. We go live on youtube.com slash theworldgirls every Monday and Wednesday. So remember, we changed that Sunday show to Monday. So check us out Monday and Wednesdays, youtube.com slash theworldgirls. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We would be extremely thankful if you guys sent us likes on social, leave comments. We're trying to blow up over there by providing uh, some funny little moments in your days. So make sure that you go over on TikTok and Twitter at the World Girls and on Instagram at World Girls Wop. And then also just tell your friends about us. If you love this place, if you love this community, it would really help us if you told your friends, subscribe, left a review. I think Spotify just started where you could leave five stars. So if you think we're five star worthy, please go do so. And then remember, attitude is everything. So pick a good one. Practice gratitude. F you, Chris Columbus. And stay wet, my friends. (music) Thank <music> you.